Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Go back to Steiny and Guru. Take it away, Steiny. Thanks, Steph. Matt Steinmetz along with Daryl, the Guru Johnson. And let's head out right now and bring in our friend Monty Poole. NBC Sports Bay Area covers the Golden State Warriors. What's going on, Monty? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing okay. How you guys doing? We're doing well. Uh, he, here's where I'm going to start. Uh, Joe Lacob uh, made some comments this past week, and I want to focus on on one thing that stuck out to me, and it was when he said, you know, if this team were to slide all the way down and not do well at the end of the year here, you know there's going to be big changes. So I kind of came out, uh, today and said, what I'm hearing from Joe Lacob is we got 29 more games left. I'm giving this team a chance to, to to have a good last 29 games, maybe make some noise in the postseason. But if we don't, all bets are off at that point. Is that essentially what you heard, or did you hear something different? I didn't hear all bets are off. <laughs> okay. Um, but well, I, what, I what, would, hear that. what would big changes be? Well, um, you know, they have obviously uh, pretty severe uh, luxury tax payments and uh, they need to offload what they can. Obviously, Clay and, and Chris Paul, who this year make up about $75 million, $74 million, uh, those guys come off the books next year. Uh, at the end of the year, I could come off the books. Uh, Clay can be an unrestricted free agent. Chris can be um, basically a free agent also if the Warriors decide to opt out, which it's, it's, it's the plan from what I understand. So, um, but I think what he is saying is to me, at least that they would probably try and find a way again to, to get some youth back into the fold. Um, they want to ride Steph as long as they can. And that's why I said, not all bets are off because Steph ain't going nowhere. <laughs> he, he's not going anywhere. That's, that's one guy who's not going anywhere. And after all they've been through with Draymond, I think I can say pretty much the same about him. Um, you know, he, he, I think Steph and Draymond are going to be together as long as Steph wants it that way. And, uh, there's no indication that he does not want it that way. But after that, uh, you got Kaminga who they love now, uh, and they like him. <laughs> <laughs> I say now because, you know, there were times in the past when they weren't so sure there were maybe a yeah. year ago, even less than that, when there were people, you know, can, can he really play at the NBA level and be contribute on a regular basis? There was that question, and now I think he's answered that question and saying, yes, he can. Yeah, he's not. he still has some things to learn, but the prog- progress he's made, even this season, is remarkable. So um, they're happy about that for a couple of reasons. One, he looks like he can be a future star, and two, he's not costing them a ton of money right now. <laughs> so uh, that's a double benefit there for this team. Um, with the big salaries, his, his salary is like, you know, number – five or six down the list on the team. So, um, but big changes, you know, I think, you know, they have to decide whether what Steve has to decide whether he wants to come back. Uh, all indications are that he does, but at the same time, uh, you know, we'll see how it plays out. I think he's also, Steve's also wondering, wants to see how this is going to play out. So they're all in the same situation where Steve, Mike Dunleavy, Joe Lacob, Kirk Lacob, 
they're all kind of looking at this and saying, okay, we've got 29 games to go. Let's see how we play them. Now, last year at this time, um, they were 29 and 29. And they won 19 of their last 24 games. They moved from ninth place in the West to sixth place. Uh, I think the goal this year is to try to move from 10th to 6th, which is going to be harder. Right. <laughs> it's going to be harder than it was last year. Not impossible. Not, if they finish like they did last year, maybe they can get somewhere near you know, 20, 48, 49 wins, which I think is what it's going to take to get to the top six. But, um, yeah, I think they're still in kind of, okay, we're going to see how this plays out. They signed Lester Quinones, uh off the two-way, going to take him off two-way into a standard NBA contract. <clears throat> which to me indicates that if they do fill the 15th roster spot, uh, they will do it even later and they can do it another week or two. So, um, and I'm not sure that they won't. I, I just think that when they, when they convert it, when they convert Lester, that maybe they're thinking they probably won't because there's been no indication that they are absolutely committed to guaranteeing to a 15th roster spot mm. that that could change. But uh, I, I personally think they could still use a big off the bench, you know, even if it's just for six, eight, ten minutes a game in certain games against certain teams. Because when you look at the West, everybody t- above them, all nine teams above them, all have at least one seven-footer, and Minnesota has two. <laughs> so, um, and Draymond's a great. He's great. But good Lord. I mean, how much can he take of, that, of, of a steady diet of that in the postseason? Uh, without getting a break and having somebody who can go out there and bump and bang with some of these guys. So we're going to see how it plays out, but I think that's what Joe is basically saying is that um, my eye is watching. I'm, my eyes are on this. Let's see how it plays out because I do have some concerns. Look, Monty, I, I, I watch you and Bonte every night, and I got to give you credit. You keep it real at every turn throughout this season. And I told Stani and the listeners, I owe Dre the biggest apology because while he was out, I, I, I was just focused on, I'll call them his shenanigans and suspensions, but I, I forgot about his impact. Now you see J.K. take a step. The Warriors are getting more easier baskets than I can remember. And and they look alive, and Pods is helping, and now they, they, they look like a collective unit. But you just mentioned it. As excited as I am, Monty, about these next 29, that size issue is just... Do, do, do you see TJD getting more of an opportunity during this 29 by default? But you're right, man. How do they overcome that? Well, I mean, their, their stock answer over the past year plus is that we won a championship in 22 without having a quote-unquote big man off the bench. Um, and, and so, but, but the league has changed in that time. You know, the league has changed. The Denver team that they beat in 22 is not the Denver team they would play now. <laughs> Mm. You know, they, when they got him in 22, Jamal Murray wasn't there. You know, he wasn't there yet. Michael Porter Jr. was was out still recovering from back surgery or whatever he was dealing with. Um, KCP wasn't there yet. So all those guys that have joined that team that may become a championship to win a championship last year, they didn't deal with those in the first round of the 2022 playoffs. It's a different Denver team. You go on the list now. Minnesota's becoming they, – they they're a good team. Uh, Well-coached, good defense. And you got Rudy and, and Kat, you got two giants out there at the same time. And so I know Kat's mostly an outside guy, but he's still 6'11", 7 feet. Um, you look at, let's go down the list. Okay, the Clippers, you know, they got size. They got depth. They, you can look at Oklahoma City. Chet, yeah, he's narrow. <laughs> he's, not, he's not heavy, but he's still 7 plus, you know. 
Um, and so when you get down there, Dallas has a couple of seven footers. New Orleans has Valanciunas. He's seven feet. So I, I hear that, you know, they're going to, they're going to run into this at some point in the playoffs and you don't want that to be the reason why they don't advance. So that's why I think, you know, even if they did like they did five years ago, it was, I think, yeah. When they went to Australia and brought back Andrew Bogut. Why? Because they saw they needed, they needed someone as break glass in case of emergency and Bogut, he didn't play a lot, but he played spot minutes here and there, and it made a difference, not just because it gave Draymond and Luna rest, but it also gives uh, – a, you can use six fouls. <laughs> you know, yeah. you've got a guy out there who, who, can, who can do some things and, and give up six fouls and, and guard a big man. If he gets fouls, so be it. He's not going to play big minutes anyway. So I think – I don't think the door is closed on that, but when they added – when they signed Lester, when they convert Lester, that means to me at least that it's – they feel like it's less of a pressing issue. Monty Poole joining us on 95.7 The Game. He covers the Warriors for NBC Sports Bay Area. The, the one thing when we're talking about money and getting under the apron and maybe getting under the luxury tax, um, we, we talk a lot about Thompson and, and Chris Paul and if they walk. Aren't the Warriors going to extend Kaminga this year? Probably. They could. What do you think I mean, that? Think what, what would that contract look like? You think, assuming he plays yeah. out the rest of this year like he's been playing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, to me, they, here's the thing they have to figure out. Okay, they, re, they when they when they extended Jordan Poole, they thought, okay, we got a guy who we think is going to be a big part of our team because in 2022 he's a big part of that championship team. Yep. Had a great playoff. So, and now they have, maybe they're a little skittish about doing that again. You know what I mean? Uh, that didn't work out so well for them. They were able to trade it, but he didn't become the player they hoped, they hoped he would be last season. And we all know why. I mean, there were some factors that really shouldn't have come into play, but did. And Jordan did not produce as well as, and certainly not as efficiently as he had before. So I think if you look at JK, yeah, you know, you want to pay him a con- you want to give him a contract that's along those lines. Um, but you may be a little bit skittish because of what happened before. So, you may want to have incentives. You may want to put certain things in the contract to make sure. I think that's what they're thinking about now. I do believe that he is deserving of an extension, um, you know, beyond next season um, because, you know, he's still locked in for next season. But I think that's something that they definitely want to do. But that's something that, I mean, there, all these things, all these movements, whether it be guys who come and go, whether it be the veterans, whether it has to do with Clay and, and, and Chris and those two guys, and even Wiggins, you know, he's got a contract, but, you know, do they want to keep him? You know, so these are all things that are in play. And that's why when I when Joe says that, I think he's saying that, yeah, we could do it anything because let's face it, man, that guy is thirsty for, for, for championships. He wants to have a quality team. And I understand it. He's paying more than anybody in the NBA. So, um, yeah, I think Kaminga's contract, if they give him an extension, I think it has to be somewhere in the range similar to what uh, what Jordan got. Mona, you got a great program, Race in America, on NBC Sports Bay Area. And when I turn off the program, the one thing, and I got to be careful here, the one thing I learn is, you know, inequality, uh, some racism, and, and people not being treated fair, and they share the story, and you focus on it. So you do a great job. But where I need to be careful at is I told my partner there's one name I'm about to lay on you, and I'm just curious because I wanted the Warriors to, to to see what was there. But the last time I seen DeMarcus Cousins in the NBA, 
he did well for himself in Denver backing up Jokic against the Warriors. They didn't win the, the series. And my bigger question, Monty, is why is DeMarcus Cousins not in the NBA? Well, a couple of reasons. Um, I, I can't imagine a scenario where he rejoins the Warriors. Um, and one, you know, DeMarcus was, yeah, he's, he's still a good off shooter. He can do that. Um, defensively, you know, he can't do what he once did. He was never a great defender, but I mean, he's had two major surgeries on his legs. And so his lateral movement is not the same. And then, like I said, it wasn't great before. Um, he's not a rim protector. So defensively, he would be, uh, you'd have to cover for him a little bit. Uh, and I, you know, I just heard whispers about, you know, some issues in terms of, um, necessarily high maintenance maybe you know what i mean there's certain things that mm. uh that the franchise felt at some point okay that there were issues that he would bring up i guess that they weren't super pleased with um and nobody ever put anything concrete that i know of but it was just like uh the indication that i got even last year was that no nah, we can't we don't think the markets will be back here uh it just doesn't look like it's going to happen now as far as the rest of the league Think about this. He was in Denver. Well, Michael Malone loves DeMarcus. Loves him. Loved him in Sacramento. You know? And Michael Malone brought him in the backup uh, Joker and did not bring him back. They have DeAndre Jordan there now. Right. And so my thought is if, if, if DeMarcus can't play for Malone, the one coach who's always stood by him, I'm not sure he can play for anybody right wow. now. And that doesn't mean he can't, but you know, I, I know he had a 30-point 30, 30 game over in uh, Asia a, a few weeks ago. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's tough to watch because it certainly appears to be an instance where injuries have derailed his career because he was a pretty good player. He was an all-star caliber player before the injuries hit. But when you have an Achilles and an ACL, you know, you've got – that's. I mean, look at Clay. He ain't the defender he used to be, and he was really a good defender. Mm. But he can't do what he used to do. He just His body just won't let him do it, and it ain't age. It's those two major surgeries, one on each leg. Wow. Yeah, Monty Poole joining us on 95.7 The Game. Hey, let me ask you this in, in light of the fact that we just saw an all-star game that by all uh, accounts oh, was boy. pretty dreadful. Uh, but next yeah. year, it's in San Francisco. We we do have the benefit of, of having a guy like Steph Curry be front and center. But if you're Joe Lacob and you just watched the all-star game from Indianapolis – how do you how do you turn this thing around in a year? <laughs> wow! Uh, yeah, um, you know I don't I don't think. First of all, you know the All Star Week All Star Weekend is more of a league thing than a team thing. And yeah, I know Joe can you know Joe should be you know have certain requests that he wants. He he was awarded the game the weekend, and they'll have all of that. But you're right, the game was just not watchable. You know, and I talked about that with a number of people over the last few days, and it's unanimous. <laughs> they got to do better than that. <laughs> and, and so, you know, I don't know what they'll come up with. You know, I think, you know, you can tell Adam Silver after the game, you could tell he was not pleased. <laughs> you, you scored more points than the other team. <laughs> right. You know, so, um, yeah, I think the league, Lake up and the owners will come around with, with something. But they, they don't want to continue this because they saw how bad it was. And they're already the league is facing charges that it that it boosts defense. I mean, I'm sorry, it boosts offense, and the defense pays the price for it. You know, you can't defend anymore in the NBA because this, that, and the other. So um, I have no doubt that when they all get together, 
there will be some things put on the table and probably some things that will be adopted now. Uh, it would it would help if you had players who really you know felt that you know had that Kobe energy <laughs> because you might recall when Kobe was in an All Star game and he was playing like he was playing for the Lakers, <laughs> you know, and yep. he was representing himself and his team and he was going for the throat. Um, and so I, I think you know they want to find a medium at least have guys care. Have guys care about the game and not just out there going through what looks like a glorified scrimmage, a practice before, you know, the practices they have before the the fans, before the, in the preseason, you know, the fans come in for, for five bucks, 10 bucks or whatever and watch them practice. That's kind of what the All-Star game looks like. Yeah. <laughs> and guys running around getting baskets and defense is kind of like, well, no, nah, not this play. You know, there's just not much going on there. So uh, they definitely will do something. And I, and I think Joe will be one of those guys front and center who will try and promote the possibility of making this game more competitive. Monty Poole, thanks a lot, Really man. appreciate the uh, time, as always, and uh, it should be an exciting second half of the year, buddy. You got that right. Take care, guys. All right, Monty Poole, NBC Sports Bay Area.